0: hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of our two sets
1: the christmas lights right when you said hello blinked on at the exact same moment they
0: know that now is the time to shine we're recording another podcast
1: we took a week off
0: we did. It was tea given.
1: It was tea given.
0: We had to be by ourselves. I know. <laughs> but it was tea given time for us to make lots of food and not have responsibilities.
1: Although the Bitcoin Twitter people were like, make sure you tell everyone to buy Bitcoin during Thanksgiving.
0: Well, did you say you were thankful for Bitcoin during Thanksgiving?
1: Did I? Oh, well, we still have that. Uh chicken wishbone we have to crack
0: (gasps) we can wish for more bits yeah we can oh sure
1: we had a week off yeah what did we talk talk about last time just uh oh we played a fun game
0: yeah i
1: asked you questions
0: you asked me what i thought words and things
1: were (laughs) and
0: i got some of them right
1: you got a lot of them right you got really close on a bunch of them that was really fun i enjoyed that one
0: i'm smart we should do that again yeah
1: um i think at the end we talked about wallets right
0: We started a conversation about wallets. This is true.
1: Wait, before you go on, have you bought any Bitcoin? No. (laughs) Do you know what Bitcoin's at right now? One Bitcoin.
0: Didn't something explode? Like, wasn't? Whoa!
1: What do you mean explode? Not
0: like in a bad way, but like. It's so much money, the most money it's ever moneyed in the whole entire history of money for it, Bitcoin. Didn't that happen? It
1: did hit its all-time high, but it depends Whoa. on what the all-time high is. There's multiple exchanges, which we'll talk about today, Whoa. Um, that all have different prices.
0: And it's all based on the confidence of the users. That's what increases the price of Bitcoin. Sure,
1: we'll go with that.
0: The trust we have in it. Were you
1: Googling that, or is that historical?
0: That's what I looked up all day on the It <laughs> says, you can buy a Bitcoin, but just know that you're not going to actually buy a Bitcoin because it's probably lots of money dollars to actually buy an actual Bitcoin. You're going to buy what's called a Satoshi, which is like a little bit of the Bitcoin.
1: That's funny. I like this as a little prelude to what did you do to prepare for this here podcast?
0: Uh, I did a little bit of research, a little clickety-clacking on the interwebs about wallets. Mm-hmm. And Bitcoin wallets, mm-hmm. and different types of wallets, and what they are, and the function of wallets. Excellent. And uh, how to put your bits in your wallet.
1: So this is a Bitcoin wallet beginner's podcast. Is yeah. that what I'm learning? Yeah. So what's the game plan? What are we going to do?
0: Well, uh, I figured I would share with you the little nuggets of information that I gleaned from the internets all about wallets. And ask you questions and where you could kind of explain and expand on what my findings were. I like it.
1: It's like getting you ready to buy one? The bits. Are you getting more interested?
0: I'm getting more interested in... Are you getting
1: less frightened?
0: I'm getting more interested (laughs) in accruing bits.
1: Still equally frightened?
0: I just don't understand what happens with the money.
1: We should do a podcast where you just sing every
0: response to me okay it's like
1: an old tv show where they just have a sing-along tv show okay go on okay so we are gonna do wallets, wallets. what you learned so you will explain what you learned and ask questions okay uh-huh. cool mm-hmm. i like this
0: okay ben come with me on a journey of <laughs> bitcoin wallets take my hand ben Take my hand.
1: Uh, We are taking hands here for those who are listening.
0: physically touching our hands to one another Mm -hmm. because I'm about to take you on a journey, son. Wallets. (laughs) (laughs) This is how you store Bitcoin is what I wrote in my notes. I have my cat notebook here, so it's official. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So this is how a wallet is how you store Bitcoin. You need a wallet because you want to know what's in the wallet that's very important. I do your private key. That's true. You need that. You do. That's how you can uh send or receive bitcoin.
1: That's true. That is true. You yeah. need it for trading. Yeah, a wallet will generate private key and If you don't want to be private, you are Oh a public key. There you but go. you
0: but that's if you want to like trade Bitcoin.
1: That's if you want to receive. Or, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That you need it for trading. Yeah,
1: so we're talking wallets are specifically for storage, yes. Okay. Yes,
0: wallets are specifically for storage. Your private key is specifically for storage in a sense that you don't tell that to nobody.
1: No, nah, you don't. That's how you know you own it. Remember the old yes. the acronym? Yeah, okay.
0: Huh? So the function of a wallet allows you to send and receive bitcoin you need it for trading it shows ownership of your bitcoin quote-unquote balance for each user and it stores your info like your private key so you can carry out transactions Mm
1: -hmm.
0: of the bits
1: i feel like you read that directly from something no
0: i wrote it in my notes that are in my cat notebook and i'm (laughs) reading it from there okay sir uh and then i also learned about different types of wallets but this is a part that I have more questions on, because I feel like I've also heard other types besides just these. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are, it seems, more like a digital wallet. So the types that I read about were desktop. Okay. So this is like how you're storing your Bitcoin or your wallet, yeah. basically, where you keep it.
1: Yeah.
0: Desktop,
1: uh-huh.
0: mobile, mobile, sure. Sure. web, Sure. or hardware. Sure. So, do you want to talk about each of these different ones and what I learned about them?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to, or are you going to keep going?
0: Well, do you want to ask me any questions so far? How do you feel about what I know about
1: wallets? I would classify them as as two different. I would call one hot wallets and oh. one cold wallets.
0: Hot pockets. And
1: I think the desktop, the mobile, and the web are hot are hot Mm -hmm. the desktop and the mobile are very similar Mm -hmm. is in the software that you have and you do you can have your own private key there yeah the online can be both and there's there's like online wallets there's online exchanges so i will wait
0: online wallets are the scary wallets no in my opinion they're a little scared from what i've learned there are sometimes you got to do your research with the online wallets.
1: there yeah there it's levels of security is the way to look at okay cool yeah
0: so those were a lot of what i learned so far and they were like quote-unquote digital wallets more digitized because there's another type of wallet which i'll talk about after these four types that is another way of storing it that is not I digital. I, I think that I is know what this is. One if of if the it's most not digital. Secure. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Very good. So which of these four would you like to discuss first? Desktop, mobile, web, or hardware? Then,
1: I'll go with mobile, I guess. Hmm? Mobile and desktop.
0: Okay. So I would say desktop is kind of like maybe the first one. So when we talk about a wallet... One thing I thought was interesting, it's not like, I thought it was like, so when I think of storage, I think of like a file. So I was like, oh, it's like a certain way to keep your wallet in a file on your computer. It's like a secret file. But no, it's a software. Like it's a functioning software you have to buy. You have to purchase. You have to have.
1: The wallet, you don't have to purchase the wallet. You got to download the wallet. It's just like a man holding a wallet, you, put a dollar in it.
0: Oh, but you need a software for a wallet, a mobile wallet.
1: You need to download some software
0: to use it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I was saying.
1: It's primarily free. Yeah, you do need. I a... thought
0: it was like, if when if and when you you put money into Bitcoin, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, you gave us twenty dollars. Here's your private key. Don't you go losing that? And you like had put it in a file, and that was like a quote unquote your wallet.
1: You kind of do that. Is that is your wallet? When you buy from an exchange, well, well let's stick with desktop. Desktop. Mm-hmm. Let's not worry about buying. Okay. That's a different game.
0: Yeah, that comes. That comes later. Well, that comes after you get a wallet. You kind of have to a wallet. Kind of sets you up to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. You need that before you can really, really start like getting your stuff in order. Yeah, or and when
1: and when you buy from ex- some exchanges, have wallets as soon as you purchase. Yes. And you kind of own it, yeah. but. Again, you don't exactly own the key there. So keep going. Okay. Let's talk just desktop and.
0: Desktop is on a computer. Uh, it gives you like an address to, to send and receive your Bitcoin from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can store those transactions on your private key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they talked about different types of desktop softwares for desktop wallets which are bitcoin core multi-bit armory they gave different examples i guess those are just examples of what you would use if you want to use that method yeah
1: i believe bitcoin core was like the primary the first not really wallet it's just bitcoin core it's like it's everything it's the whole ledger
0: Interesting.
1: it's all of it yeah
0: so what i'm wondering is like so it's a software so how do you get it how do you get that to make a desktop wallet you have to buy it? There is it like is it like when I wanted to play the Lion King game back in the nineties? You don't have to buy, and no. I had to buy this box that well, said this is your Lion King I game. I mean you could put pay. it in your computer. That's the
1: fun part. There's so many. But you can for an iOS, like one of the big ones is something called bread wallet, which I'm sure you're gonna love because you love carbs. So we should probably get you bread wallet one day.
0: Uh, a baguette?
1: There's different. I'm sure you read about a loaf? Yeah, you read about one probably called uh, Mycelium. Did you? I think you commented on Mycelium when I heard you studying Mm -hmm. Uh, Electrum. Maybe I also heard heard.
0: of. Yeah. It is.
1: It's software. So Electrum's cool. Uh, Electrum is is a Bitcoin wallet, and it pulls down the entire ledger.
0: Huh.
1: And we know the ledger is. The
0: blockchain. The entire
1: blockchain, Mm -hmm. right? So it can validate for you that that your key.
0: My holds key. a
1: Bitcoin and is on the ledger. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay, so these softwares so, on the desktop mm-hmm. not only help to store your Bitcoin but also watch it grow, keep it active.
1: Mm, by no, it doesn't need to be active. Once it's been stamped on a block,
0: mm-hmm.
1: everyone knows that that.
0: That's what you key have.
1: has that amount of a Bitcoin.
0: Interesting, but the the worth of that amount is what changes,
1: right? So you you're relating things back to U.S. dollar, right? Yeah, because yeah. that's
0: how I understand the money.
1: So the currency. No, and like the think thing. <laughs> think in terms of uh think in terms of gold. We'll go back to the gold analogy. If I buy one A ounce, bullion. one one oh, bullion, one ounce bullion of gold. Uh-huh. It costs right now like $1,900. Yikes. And I bring that bullion home Uh and I put it on the fireplace mantle that we don't have because we live in an apartment condo. I wish we
0: had a fireplace (laughs) mantle.
1: (laughs) Then you have how much bullion? One bullion. One ounce of bullion. One ounce of bullion. Yeah, one ounce. And whatever the price is doesn't matter.
0: But you're... it would change, right? Sure. The but price you're... of that bullion over time is going to change.
1: Uh-huh. It will change, but you have the one bullion. Yeah. And so all you got to do is go on Google and say one bullion costs how many US dollars?
0: That's what I'm saying, though, is if I have a point whatever percent Satoshi of a Bitcoin, yeah, the amount that that is worth will change. But if I just like
1: the ledger... purchase
0: it and store it, uh-huh. and then later on I could be like, hey- this is what's in my wallet. How much money do I have? I'd be like, Oh my god, you got like twenty thousand bucks. <laughs> they
1: will, they will, they will specifically tell you how much it's worth in USD. Okay. But what the wallet does is it has your public private key. Yep. And it has the amount of Bitcoin that you have, the amount of satoshis that you have.
0: Yeah. That's all it
1: really is doing. Yeah, it's just
0: keeping that. track of that.
1: Then they add a little piece of functionality on top of it that hits the internet uh-huh. and says, "Okay, Bitcoin is." $19,000 to one Bitcoin. Uh-huh. This public key uh-huh. has this many Satoshis on it. It's worth this much money.
0: Oh, okay. So the
1: ledger is static all the time. They just add a little fanciness to it.
0: So it's not that I'm... I'm sorry. though. It's not that like if I... So if I purchase a certain amount, quote unquote, of a percent of whatever Bitcoin, if I get this many percent or whatever of Satoshis, it's not so much that like that the amount of Satoshis that I'm getting is upwards. I will always have this percent yeah. of Satoshis. It's just that the, the, how much they're worth changes. The market
1: is changing how much Whoa, it yeah. just
0: blew my mind. See, oh, okay. I've been trying
1: to say for a while. You'll yes, get that. Because, That's the start of the okay, rabbit hole for okay.
0: you. Okay, because what I had a hard time understanding, maybe this wallet is helping me to understand it better. Good. What I had a hard time understanding is that I was like, well, how does it grow? And it's not necessarily growing in a sense that like you're getting more of it. It's more so, the worth of what you have is increasing or decreasing.
1: Yes. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Explain that again for everyone.
0: So my name's Nicole. I (laughs) want to put money down on the bits. So I take $20 and I'm like, how many Satoshis does it get me? And it's like, you get point two five four six Satoshis. I'm like, cool. Mm -hmm. And so it gives me on the ledger that stamp of like, this is what you got. And, it, and I have it in my wallet. And so I could be like, hey, wallet, how much is my point two four six blah, 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 exactly. satoshi's worth? And the wallet be like, you know, when you bought it, it was only worth $20 when you put the $20 in. And now that percentage of your satoshis is like $40. We Yeah. Wow. I did it. There you go. Okay. Well, see you guys Podcast later. Over. Podcast over.
1: <laughs> that's huge. No, that's very, a very big jump.
0: yeah so So your wallet essentially is like is is like your bank account
1: yeah the wallet the the whole point bitcoin doesn't really care what the u.s dollar costs Mm -mm. it it,
0: because it's going to change no matter what
1: it's its own it's its own thing it's slowly disrupting Mm. the u.s dollar right Yeah,
0: because its growth is crazy Mm -hmm. town
1: and so yeah as inflation kicks in on the u.s dollar Mm. right just like on gold gold rises because we release more dollars into the public and just like any supply and demand the more of it is the less it costs
0: yep whereas this is more like the i mean obviously the more people that are trusting in it it helps it to increase yeah
1: i would i would agree it's it's a it's a backwards thing the more that people trust in it the more But the one thing
0: that's interesting about bitcoin wallets though is that unlike a bank account where it's like you put your money in there and it's just like it grows if there's like good interest or if you just keep putting money in there this is a little, it's a little different because it also has, like, a function of money. Because there's other parts of different wallets where it allows you um, to, like, mobile wallets. Mobile wallets will be, like, it's It's kind of the same storage as a desktop, but you have more functions, like, almost like an Apple wallet where you could do, like, touch to pay or, like, scanning QR codes and, like, yeah. sending Bitcoins and receiving Bitcoins mobily. So it's more for, like, more... Helpful for like payment facilitation. Yes. Like using the Bitcoins as money dollars.
1: Yeah. So so a store value versus a medium of exchange is kind of what you're talking yes. about. Yeah. Yeah. And those are like different levels of, mm-hmm. of where Bitcoin can potentially get to. Right now it's at store value and people do use it as a medium ex- of exchange. Yeah. But well, it
0: has some, some functions and features for some of the mobile wallets is like a touch to pay. They have some that are touch to pay.
1: There is a lot. Like... Um, uh, a company called BlockFi just recently released a credit card from Visa that yeah. you could purchase like a normal rewards credit card and get bitcoin for it huh. right and so there's reward credit cards out there i i want to touch on something you said though where you said you put money in the bank yes. and you get a fixed amount of interest yes. or gaining which is a little different yes you can do that with bitcoin there's different what there's different exchanges that'll allow you to do that but i think the fun thing to notice there is that right now you put your money in a bank and what's the savings rate of a bank right now like the average
0: two percent not not even even, yeah it's
1: like 0.01 and Uh then to get something good it's like point. yeah like 0.4 beats like 80 percent of the savings rates out there right yeah and so you if you put i don't know i'm gonna do terrible math here but if you put like a hundred dollars down i think you get like four dollars off of that a year it might be 40 cents yeah the bank
0: is like oh we're gonna give you this much money into your savings account and on the other end of the spectrum
1: inflation they shoot for two percent so your money sitting in a bank loses value at around 1.6% every year, right? And it's actually worse than that. They just call it um, CPI, which is like Consumer Price Index, and it always changes to fit their narrative of 2% inflation. But if you look at how much money has been put in from the printing press of the Fed this year alone, it's increased the stock of U.S. dollars by 20%.
0: Yeah, because the world's exploding.
1: Yeah, well, because <laughs> they need a reason to put money into the world.
0: That's so,
1: crazy. Yes, there's different ways that as we get past wallets, there's online digital wallets that will actually act as a bank.
0: Yeah, uh huh. Well, I mean, you need that. It's you have to have like some sort of bank account and or credit card or something connected to to buy Bitcoin.
1: You. So a little different, yeah, a little different. You got to have a connection of a separate like where you store your current usd to transfer over there just yeah. like you need to do anything yes but then there are specific banks that are like custodians of just bitcoin
0: yeah and I, I have heard about that stuff okay, that's cool. let's talk about that a little later though because okay. that's more so let's in say the digital for last that's that's more in the purchase purchasing realm of bitcoin than the wallet storing it's a great point that's more about like actively getting and sending receiving good glad
1: you yes good point i will back down shut it down i will go everywhere
0: i want to talk about more wallets all right get on the wallets so the mobile one (laughs) seems a little bit more functional in the sense of like give and take But it also seems tricky. This is one thing I thought was interesting is when I was researching, it also told like the safety of each one. Yeah, cool. And so it was like desktop, pretty safe for the most part. Like you still might run some risk. Make sure you back it up because if the software crashes or something doesn't update or blah, 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 like there might be issues with that. They said mobile, same thing, but also it's getting more and more risky because people use their mobile phones so often and don't realize how much of it is like just open data or open to public or like easy to hack basically. Yeah. Um, so that one's like, mm. and then there's a few other ones. They have web. Um, so web is in my opinion, probably the most risky, but also I feel like the most growth wise, cause it's, I mean, you're, it's so with a web wallet, you have access to Bitcoin anywhere. Yeah. I don't have to go to a specific desktop that has the software on it to use it. I don't have to go to the specific app that has a mobile thing to use it. I just have to have access to a web browser, wherever, and that's how I can access my wallet.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's also like it's on it's online. It's yeah. on the web. Mm-hmm. It's It's there. And it's your private key is stored online. So like Coinbase and Blockchain were the two main ones that I saw in my research that, of what you could use.
1: Coinbase and blockify did you say?
0: Blockchain? block, Coinbase?
1: Coinbase for sure is a big one. one of is, the, ones.
0: is the web online, private key store your private key online?
1: They will, yeah, they are custodian to help you purchase. Yes. That was like one of the first ones out there.
0: Yeah. But then your private key, your storage of your wallet, everything is online.
1: They... They hold it. Yes. They have.
0: You get it from them.
1: They will send from theirs mm-hmm. to, to you. you. Yeah. So you could be a custodian like Coinbase. You can call it Nicole Base. Ooh. Yeah. We should start this actually. Oh. It'll be a future future.
0: Nicole <clears throat> Base. And
1: someone can say, "I would like to buy three Bitcoin," and they'll send you money, and you go buy three Bitcoin for them, and you hold it in your storage. And when they're ready to leave, you will send from your private key to their public wallet. So that's how that works. So I'm like a buyer. You become an exchange. You uh-huh. can become an exchange. Yeah. Yeah. So you can definitely become exchange and you can host that. So but that's basically what Coinbase does. Coinbase doesn't every every purchase, like say I'm on Coinbase and I make a purchase, they don't give me a key. They hold the Bitcoin on their keys.
0: But they send it to your private key.
1: When I leave Coinbase. When That's you leave? Why, yeah. That, so there's wait, then how
0: are you storing your Bitcoin?
1: They're storing it for me. They're custodian. It's
0: on their key? Yeah.
1: And it's okay but to... But then
0: how do you have access to it? You have to leave to use it?
1: It's a bit of decentralization and centralization mixed mm-hmm. together. They know how much you've purchased. And they hold it for you. Okay. And if you leave, they have it and they can send it to you. And then it's then it becomes and that's this not your key, not your coin acronym that we talked about before. And that's why like online is it's it's risky just and it's online and people can come to it, just like on your desktop and on your mobile phone is risky, but you own it on your desktop and your mobile phone. Yeah. They own it. In a digital world, and some of them could be better than me and you, right? The the problem is.
0: But then, but wait a minute. Then is that better than because if something happens to it, could you be like Coinbase? You done did fucked up with the money? Well, like you, you know, like you know, if it if it gets hacked, it would be on Coinbase, not you. Like you wouldn't be as screwed.
1: That's where this stuff is kind of crazy. there's like different levels of risk. Like right off the bat, I say just go to some of the big ones, like. Coinbase is a huge one. It was one of the first ones out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Gemini is by the Winklevoss twins, the the remember the old Facebook guys. Was that
0: a web one? Is that a it's an, an another online? online one? Okay. Yeah, they
1: have online and they have a wallet you can download. Right. Um,
0: wait, 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 wait! They have an online and a wallet you can download. Isn't the online your wallet?
1: Online is where you it's, it's a, where
0: your wallet is.
1: Yeah, you don't own the Bitcoin, you don't own the private key at that point,
0: right? Because they have it if it's an online wallet,
1: and you're still well defined using
0: so okay. So, when you when you have a wallet, if you did a wallet on a desktop, the software is what has your private key. Mm-hmm. If you do a wallet online on the web, the whatever engine you are using, whatever service, you know, Coinbase, whatever that has the private key, yeah. If you do it mobily, whatever app or thing that you're using, like Robinhood or whatever, has the private key.
1: Yes, let's well, not use Robinhood you as excuse. But, or, uh, you know. own it, mm-hmm. but you they, it. they they you are
0: public. the ones who take care or like see the transactions.
1: And each one and that's what's hard about saying like on your phone versus on the web. It depends on the company. You can have
0: it depends on who's providing the service. Yeah,
1: you can have an on your phone application, that they still hold own the key. You just get to see how much it's worth.
0: So I'm really confused. If you have a private key, what I don't understand, like how these people they have it, you don't have it. Then why? So I'm I'm putting the money into this Bitcoin, but I don't get to really own it. I unless I.
1: Unless you transfer it unless onto you your... Unless you leave? Unless you transfer it to your private. Yeah. To your...
0: Okay. Well then, well, then what's the point of having a private key if I'm not really the only one looking at it and having it if it's all these other people?
1: Se- security. Oh. Uh, security. So there's... there's, If you have Bitcoin on uh, another person's exchange, like Coinbase... The, let's use an old example. There was an exchange called Mt. Gox, Mt. Dot G-O-X. They got hacked. Uh, I don't know how much. At least part of the story is going to be butchered by me. But dun, dun, dun. $40 million or some odd dollars worth oh. of coins were taken. Oh. Hacked. Oh. You didn't own that key. They did. They did not do a good job storing and hiding that key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People were able to grab that and transfer all that coin onto their own.
0: So what would happen in a situation like if I did go with that Gone. provider?
1: Nothing. I'm you just can't screwed? Do much. kind of um
0: That doesn't seem right though because then if you have a private key, how are you going to protect it if you're entrusting these people to protect it? That's
1: why you should have your own private key.
0: So that's what so you shouldn't do online desktop or mobile. You should do like a a I what I read earlier on um, keeping secure a cold storage I mean off-wise. that
1: is the number one way to store. Right? Okay. So let's go. Let's let's talk in terms of like getting started so when you're gonna go buy your first you have to have a wallet go go buy on coinbase go buy buy on blockfi go buy on cash app
0: but you have to have a wallet you don't have to you You log into their
1: site and they basically hold it for you you don't have to have the wallet. they basically create a wallet for you online
0: yeah so there has to be a wallet in order to have to store the bitcoin in order to to verify that you have purchased a certain amount. Someone
1: definitely has a wallet somewhere that holds the bitcoin. When you do it through an exchange online, they d- handle that for you. Yeah,
0: they do the transaction.
1: And they hold the private bitcoin.
0: They, they hold, hold the, the private, private key, key. But they tell you the private key?
1: No. Oh god no.
0: So I don't so I don't when I get a bitcoin wallet, I, there's this private key that is allowing bitcoin to come in or out of that wallet but i don't know it
1: if you have the wallet and the private key so like level one the first thing you should do is go to coinbase buy go to um,
0: but if I'm swan going,
1: bitcoin which is great
0: but if i'm going to swan bitcoin or to coinbase and i'm saying here i have this amount of money that i want to Invest in Bitcoin and, and use to purchase Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving them my money and I don't get that private key. I don't get any connection after that. How do I connect to know what I do and do not have?
1: You, through their site, they they hold just like if I were they will to buy, just tell
0: me the information. It's just but like they oh, have all of the they have like the it. data of like mm-hmm. the private key, all the ledger. They all have that stuff. their
1: private key, not your private key. You don't have a private key at that point with them.
0: How do I get my private key then?
1: You will then, so that's the stage after you, now we're getting into buying and selling, right? We just want to talk oh, about sorry. wallets, but this is good conversation.
0: But it just, well, I mean, like the whole point of a wallet is to store your private key, right? It's to store a private key.
1: Yeah. You're getting, you're getting in this. I like it.
0: Well, but that's what I'm trying to understand is, so if I am quote unquote getting, I have to have a wallet for, to set up these transactions to have the, I need, you need a private key. hmm so I need a wallet, therefore, to get the private key.
1: If you if you take it locally, if you own it. Yeah. But if you buy through an exchange, they have... Yes.
0: If you buy through an exchange, obviously you're relying on somebody else to do this work for you. Right? It, yes. Somebody They're is... They're a custodian yes. holding it for you. Yes.
1: Just like if I... Like a I, bank. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on.
0: So what I want to know <laughs> is how do i get access to my bits like if somebody (laughs) if somebody has this private key and i don't have the private key i'm just relying on them to tell me like this is how much you have they're They're telling me like this oh nicole you bought x amount of satoshis of bitcoin at this price and now this is what you have they're gonna they're gonna tell me that right
1: they are telling you that yeah through the history of what you purchased so i will still
0: have access to it but i can't I can't actually like physically have it unless I walk away from that custodial provider mm-hmm. and say, give me my pri- give me the private key. Like they have to tell me the private key in order for me to get that.
1: They'll never tell you the private key. You'll set up one locally.
0: Right? My own?
1: You'll set up your own local one. But is
0: that a private key or a public key?
1: It'll be both. When you set up a wallet, you'll get both your private and your public.
0: So I do get a private key.
1: For when you set one up. So if you buy from Coinbase. Yeah. They have... A private key and a public key. When they purchase your stuff, you don't touch either of those.
0: When I give them my money when to you buy them, the Bitcoin, yes, okay. and then
1: you will then you'll go. Well, I want that, right? So you will then take your phone out, right? In, in level two, and you'll download an uh, an app, and you'll set it up with your information
0: with your bank account or whatever. No, no,
1: no, no bank account. You don't care about that. You're just all you are is storage of a Bitcoin. Okay. When you use the wallet for this for this example. And then you have the private key and the public key on your local machine. No one else knows the private key. That's for you to know. Then you will ask Coinbase or Swan Bitcoin to withdraw. And they will say, what is your public key? And then you will submit your public key. And guess what happens here? It goes on to the basically the backlog or the queue of a blockchain. So that money that you wanted, you wanted to send one Bitcoin from Coinbase's public address. They sign it with their private address. It goes on to a block. The network of mining nodes proves that that block is real. You have to get like three blocks before it'll send three verifications. Then it says, okay, it's sent from Coinbase. So to you're describing Nicole's.
0: a, trans- a yeah. transaction. So okay. th-
1: when you buy from them, you buy in USD and they they buy it Mm -hmm. then you ask them to send it to you
0: okay so it's like a middleman
1: they're yeah they're a custodian okay so definitely it's okay to buy you should buy from them they are safe it's safer than
0: doing it yourself because obviously if you do it yourself then you have to you have your private key and your public key but you would have to use those yourself in order to buy and receive the bitcoin
1: i actually don't even know how i would buy a bitcoin without using an exchange you you have you have to buy through the exchanges i have zero idea how that works you got to trust well that's
0: what when i was looking up how to buy bitcoin that's what but what you just described was a little different from the process that i saw which doesn't make sense a little bit but we'll talk about that in a second wait
1: i don't make sense or they don't make sense
0: you don't make sense with what i found but you might well i don't want to talk about that because i have one more wallet to talk about
1: okay go
0: on this wallet the last one besides (laughs) these other types of storage (laughs) or ways to keep it more secure this is the last digital wallet that i read about called hardware Mm -hmm. which they said is the most secure because it's a physical item a physical equipment that stores your private key your bitcoin all that stuff Mm -hmm. and it's a physical equipment yeah. but they also said that this is the most expensive one because you have to buy that thing that stores it and sometimes it can be a 100 to 200
1: bucks they are about that
0: so but it's a hardware thing where it's like you would plug it into a computer to do your transactions and your and go through your exchanges and blah 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 to get your bitcoin and then it would put it onto that hardware you said like, this is where i'm going to store it and then you it's a physical thing it's a physical it's, thing. it's the most secure it's
1: like holding gold yes yeah
0: that's the one. That's the last digital wallet slash, kind of cold storage, right?
1: Yeah, that is extreme cold storage. Yeah, you that I it off the internet. Yes, and only you own it, and it's physically stored with you.
0: Yes. So yeah. So that that goes into a segue of like ways to keep if you are doing, buying, uh, Bitcoin and have private keys things like that. Key ways to keep it secure. Mm-hmm. Cold storage where you store it offline.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not using web. You're not using desktop you're not using mobile you do hardware or a paper wallet
1: Mm -hmm. so that's similar to a physical yeah because it's a physical uh it's a
0: physical item that Mm -hmm. is storing quote unquote your information or has your information printed out on it
1: a paper wallet's awesome i mean it really shows you what it is the paper wallet has your public key Mm -hmm. and literally your private key Mm -hmm. right there printed on the paper Mm -hmm. and you fold it in a way to hide the private key yeah it's awesome yeah it really shows how it works
0: and then they also talked about encrypting your wallet and that's something i did not understand but i felt like an encrypted wallet is more so like what you would get when you use a custodian to
1: keep track do of you me. have notes on what they said for encryption? no
0: it just said this is how you can make it more secure encrypt your wallet and i was like what is this? i don't
1: know what that is i don't know what they mean by that I yeah have to know more.
0: so i i assume it's more like I don't know. It's basically a way to hide it from hackers.
1: I mean, there, yeah, to take it offline, it you do want to go through some steps, but it it's we're making. I'm I'm making it scarier than it should be, right? Like these I don't are... think
0: you're making it scarier. I think it's just more so. It's hard to grasp. It's hard to grasp this concept. Like when I hear the word private key, I think that that's supposed to be something that like only i should have and know but then when you're saying that like i don't have the private key and know what these custodians do that's where i get confused because i'm like well then what what why am i giving just giving money away if i don't get the information
1: you know there's a lockbox at a bank yes you don't have the key to get in there
0: oh that's true the bank they have does. the key But you would have to go there there and be like, I'm here for my life. Yeah. Oh, that's a good comparison.
1: But then when you want to say you have gold in there and you're like, screw you guys. I'm going to bring this home. Give me this. You take it from their bank. You come on home and you put it in your own safe. Mm -hmm. And then you have the key.
0: That's cold storage.
1: That's cold storage. There's no, no one's going to make a run. On your house as likely as they are to make a run on a big bank. Like, yeah. There's bank robbers. Yeah. There are looters, but yeah. looters aren't going to, you know, they don't, they're not targeting you unless you're online telling podcasts about Bitcoin.
0: <gasps> you don't have any Bitcoin in our house. Don't come. <laughs> come knocking. Um, uh, Wait too
1: it's, it's buried deep.
0: No. Listen, buddy, I have a question here then. So. So if I were to go through these exchange people, like if I were to use the desktop software or Coinbase, at some point I could say, all right, I want my bits, give them to me. And they have to say, okay, here's like, like what you're saying. If I wanted to say, hey, I got all these bits through you guys and now I want to move them to cold storage Yeah. and I want to put them on a paper wallet, print them out they would then i would have a private key
1: then you would definitely have a private key you have a private key when you load it on your app if you load the right piece of software okay if you wrote, if you so load, i do
0: have a private key if,
1: well you don't we don't have any apps on your phone
0: no i'm saying like <laughs> if i if i go to if i have a coinbase app or coinbase on my phone or whatever i would get a private key with that well,
1: not in that scenario cuz coinbase hosts you need a different type of wallet
0: what? I thought that Coinbase is a type of wallet. Coinba- Isn't that a web online
1: wallet? Uh, it's a custodian that holds your Bitcoin.
0: Isn't that a wallet? Isn't a wallet used to store the Bitcoin?
1: I don't know how to answer this any different. Um, They have a wallet, but you don't have access to it. It's
0: not my wallet?
1: It's not your private key. They have the private key. I
0: don't like
1: that. Coinbase is Chase Bank with your gold stored at it i don't like it okay that's i want
0: i want the private key
1: but it's okay to it's okay to buy through them
0: yeah i mean to you let them have kind of have to
1: let them have some of it right you don't want it all there i think definitely like right off the bat
0: oh so they're gonna store some of it wait can i take out some of the bitcoin and We're, leave some of it there with if them? You,
1: if you had a hundred thousand dollars in cash would you rather have it in the house or a chase bank yeah. I'd
0: rather have it, well, I mean, I'd rather have some of it, like, tucked behind a brick in the wall, would and then really? some of it at the bank.
1: So that's not different, that's no different, right? But that's
0: what I'm asking, so, so at some point, can I be like, hey, Coinbase, I would like to take out eight Satoshis, and you can keep the other two. Yeah. And I'm going to take these eight Satoshis, and I'm going to put them in cold storage and live my life. Absolutely. And then these other two, you can have. You can Absolutely. keep track of. You're in charge of these other two. Absolutely. So for those eight Satoshis, I would get a private key and they'd be like, here they are. No, no, close. Well, then how do I get them if I don't have the private key?
1: You you don't, first off, let, let's say it this way. Say it's the Bank of Ben and I have your 10 Satoshis. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then you, you say, I would like eight of those. Can you please provide me with your private key? Right? Your
0: private key. No, no. The Bank of Ben?
1: My private key? You said you would get the private key. Assume that I had the 10 Satoshis on a private key. Yeah. And a public address. And you said, can I get that? And I handed both of those to you. And I now know your private key because I gave it to you.
0: Right? Would you want want
1: me to know that?
0: No, but then I just don't understand how I'm supposed to... How do I store any bitcoins if i don't have a private key if you, the private key somebody else owns it
1: then you get a wallet
0: i'm so confused i, I thought that the wallet i thought the this i thought is the fun. wallet I don't know how to
1: help yeah
0: the wallet has a private key in it right
1: the wallet has the private key which allows them to send it yes yeah so then you create your own private key and public key Without anyone and else. In my own wallet. In your own wallet. There you go. We'll call that Nicole's wallet. And this is how transactions work, right? Yeah. So I'm ben, ben. I have to I'm have a ben place base. to store it. Uh-huh.
0: And you have to have a place to store it slash give it from. I currently, yeah, exactly. Like you have to have a wallet to give it to me and I have to have a wallet to take it from you. Yes.
1: And you have it. And then I will say, I'll be like, what's your public key? And you'll be like, this is the public key that you send it to. Okay. I will put that in. Yeah, like
0: if I was like had PayPal or Venmo, it's like here's my app for Venmo. This is how you send me money.
1: Pretty much, I send it to your email address. Okay. That's your public so, for you to access. That you have to type a passcode in.
0: So when you're setting up an online wallet, for example, so when I when I go to Coinbase to set up this online wallet, I'm actually setting up my own personal wallet for Coinbase and their wallet and their private key and blah 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 to send or take bitcoin slash money from
1: yeah you're just you're almost setting up your average bank account with coinbase right okay and you just basically are logging in there mm-hmm. you're saying i would like to buy some coin okay they're saying hell yeah you can buy that coin we'll hold it for you because we know what we're doing mm-hmm. right and then you but go, at any
0: time i could say put that coin in my wallet yeah. that i have with yes. my private key and my public key and all that stuff
1: that's fantastic put it
0: in here Please and thank you. And they're like, okay, yeah, you you got that. You put it in your wallet. So that's so right. when I'm setting up an online wallet, it's really more so that it's not just one wallet. It's more like two, like mine and theirs.
1: Yeah, just theirs. Just theirs at that point. Until you send it to your own.
0: Until I take from them and say, you need to give me this. Then I want this. Yeah. Then I get my own wallet. Then you wallet. get
1: your own wallet. If you take it all off of theirs, then they don't have any of it. If you take half off, they still hold some of it, but yeah. you also hold some of it. And you both right. hold it the exact same way. Right, And they, that
0: could be... And I could hold it in a different way, like through another vehicle, like a hardware or paper wallet or whatever. Exactly. Hundreds okay.
1: of different ways. Well, okay. Well, not hundreds, but yeah, multiple different ways.
0: Could I have like, if I, so if I had like Coinbase online and I go to, what's another online wallet?
1: We'll go with a nice one, Swan Bitcoin.
0: Okay. So if I it's had- It's not a
1: wallet. It's an exchange, a custodian. Okay.
0: okay. Well, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a web wallet, the web example, right? A web example of a wallet. Sure. Right. The people who are, are storing bits. They're holding bits. They're holding probably. bits. Yeah. Okay. They're a wallet because they hold bits. I'm just trying to make sense of this. So I could go from Coinbase and be like, listen, Coinbase, I have 12 bits with you and I want to take six of those bits and give them to Swan.
1: Absolutely. You could. I can do that. Absolutely. You could. Now, this is good because there are places that do not allow you to do that. Oh. So Robinhood, you said earlier and I said, let's not comment on Robinhood. Mm. And PayPal.
0: Interesting. PayPal, really?
1: They they just got into allowing purchases of Bitcoin on PayPal. Robin's done it since like 2018, end of 2018, beginning of 2019. You can buy and you make the assumption that they're purchasing actual Bitcoin. You Robin don't him? really know. Oh, like, I don't really know if they're buying Bitcoin or not. And I cannot withdraw Bitcoin to a Bitcoin wallet. I would have to sell on their exchange to USD, to the dollar, which then I would be taxed, Ew. right? So there's different types of online. So that's why I like Coinbase and Swan Bitcoin and BlockFi are better right now than things like Robinhood and paypal
0: okay and now, i said Robinhood just because i've heard people talk about that before but i don't have any association with that because i don't have it
1: yeah i don't know how this works if we have like no affiliation with I any just, of them, but... it was
0: just um what i was reading in the research
1: so that's important though okay. so you need that's where it's like do your research right dyr you need um, these are the little pieces of of confusion at the end of the day to start like the safest things is I, there is some people on the purists who do not like Coinbase for some reason anymore. Uh, we won't get into that. Uh, Swan Bitcoin is becoming a huge one. BlockFi is becoming quite a big one. But you actually can't buy from BlockFi right now through just a They're USD. are not an exchange? No, you can buy, but you actually can't through just a regular dollar. You have to convert it to what's called a stable crypto coin, something called USDC. And then you can buy. So, US dollar yeah. so the way like BlockFi works is you would actually have to buy from like blo- um, Swan Bitcoin, mm-hmm. ship it over, mm-hmm. and then host it there. And there's reasons you would want to do it. Like BlockFi actually gives you interest. Mm-hmm. So you can host it there. But again, they hold your private key. They hold your wallet. They hold your coin.
0: Until you, I say, I'm done here. Give and it you have to, me you me have and... to hope
1: mm-hmm. that they will send it back to you. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're still just talking wallets.
0: Yeah. So okay. there's so-
1: multiple different types. So just saying online is why it gets hard for me, because there's online where they hold the wallet and allow to send Bitcoin, and there's online where they do not.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you do not want to go with the ones who won't allow you to send your coin.
0: No, because then you don't have control over
1: it. They have control in all those scenarios, right. but they, you will never get
0: You're not involved.
1: You'll never be able to get it. Yeah, in like, Robinhood yeah, like and that. in PayPal, right now, PayPal will change. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, they're really they're good at going with the flow. Of What's the apps. cool about
1: PayPal is there's 350 million users oh, yeah. and 350 million people who are going to potentially buy. Right,
0: because it's and like PayPal and Venmo. They're
1: they're. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, and we know that when people are buying on PayPal, they're actually purchasing bitcoins. Like, yep. that's why the part of the reason why things are going up. So, anyways, sorry, we.
0: So the next, I guess the next step or kind of like what we kind of started talking about, but then I was like, please stop talking about that because it doesn't have anything to do with wallets is, is buying Bitcoin, how to buy, basically setting up yourself to buy Bitcoin. Yeah,
1: I think we talked Um, through some of that
0: You did? Yeah. And we might have to listen back to how you process it because how you process it is not what I researched.
1: Should we save this?
0: Possibly because it seems like it's a it's a little bit more involved than just, like, from what you were saying, it sounded way more complicated slash different than what I was researching. Because what I researched was, like, get a wallet, link up a credit card or a bank account, join a Bitcoin exchange, place an order for how much Bitcoin you want. But what you were describing was crazy town.
1: Did they, to they not me. say to send it to the wallet after? No. Weird. Like, well, that's that the
0: part I was trying not understanding because then that's that's the part that boggled my brain where I was like, wait, where's all the Bitcoin going? And then you're like, they have your bits. Yeah. It's their wallet now. And I was like, but I thought it was my wallet. I thought I had to have a wallet. and That's why I got confused. No,
1: that's, yeah. Okay. We should get, well, I don't know if we should go over that next time. Maybe we'll go over buying next time.
0: I think we should go over buying next time because I feel like it does go hand in hand well with wallets but it is kind of like its own beast
1: kind of yeah it is it's hard
0: and but you do really need to understand wallets and what they are and what they function as before you can buy a bitcoin
1: and yeah because
0: that's how that's where they go when you do buy them they go to
1: wallets they will yeah they'll just they'll go to wallets that either you own or that you don't own. that's basically the end game
0: yeah exactly yeah, they're not just, these bits are not just floating about in the ether.
1: No, and that's where the you blockchain. You don't want that. That's because where the blockchain and ledger comes in. Because then you can prove that they've been sent around. So right, they'll, because. So, they Coinbase buys for you. Yeah,
0: and if yeah, you want it,
1: they send it to you. Yeah, and it all yeah, goes over yeah, the Bitcoin. Yeah,
0: yeah, oh? yeah. Because then the ledger says, hey, there's these amount of Satoshis, and they're going to this key, yeah. this
1: public or private key. And then it's validated yep. through your, mm-hmm. what type of nodes? Honest nodes. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's mined and then validated. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Okay. Wallets. I can't wait to talk about buying.
0: Ask me what kind of wallet you think I would most likely want.
1: What kind of wallet would you most likely want?
0: I think I would want a paper wallet. Okay. I think I would want to purchase the bits and be like, now you tell me all the information and nobody else gets to see it but me.
1: So I guess this is important. Yeah. If you leave your coins with a custodian, and your house floods, or your house sets on fire, or you get robbed, you're safe, because they own it. If they get robbed, you're not safe, because they own it. If you keep it at your house, and they get robbed, you're safe, right? So there's like, what are you most comfortable with?
0: I think it's a good mix to have both, but I feel like I don't know. Personally, I just want to know what everything is. So the fact that having a custodian who's like, no, 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 we have the private key. Yeah. That makes me a little angy. I'm like, I want the private key.
1: Definitely, but everyone's different. Some people would tr- trust other people to do it, and that's fine. And you just got to make sure you use the right places to do yeah. that.
0: I feel like I probably have like a little bit of both, but I feel like... And you should. Yeah.
1: You should have a primary amount somewhere, Mm -hmm. which is probably off storage. Mm -hmm. You should look at it like... Cold storage, you mean? Well, look at it like a savings account Yeah. versus a checking account versus cash. Mm -hmm. Some things you need to do quick. Yep. So you want to put that in something hot and easy to use. Some Mm -hmm. stuff is in savings. You're not going to touch it. Other stuff is in an investment vehicle that you won't touch for 10 years. Okay. So that's kind of the breakdown of how to look at them all.
0: That makes sense, uh-huh. and then there's different wallets that will help facilitate
1: those. Mm-hmm. But at the end of
0: the day, and different means of storage. Yeah,
1: the easiest right off the bat, the easiest ones are to just go online, mm-hmm. go through one of the main three or four: mm-hmm. Gemini, Kraken. I can name them all: Swan Bitcoin mm-hmm. or Coinbase. Cash App actually is a good one too. That's through Square. We all know Square.
0: Yeah, that was the one that came up with mobile a lot.
1: Yes, yeah, Cash Apps. Cash Apps are pretty popular one. Each one, they each have fees when you purchase stuff.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Bitcoin so Bitcoin's a good one for like repetitive purchases. They just open up the ability to do one time purchases. So there's all different ways. So that's buying. So we shouldn't talk about that. No, we'll but that that's, a good,
0: that's a good segue. I feel like wallets are a good segue to buying. Yeah, for sure. But there's just so much with wallets that I feel like you can't do wallets and buying all in one because it's just a lot.
1: I agree. So till next time.
0: Until next time. Thank you for listening to our 2 sets. We'll see you again soon.
1: sounded like a sad ending.
0: Oh, why? Sure, I mean one more sad. time.
1: Give it one more time.
0: Goodbye. No, it was <laughs> anger.
1: <laughs> No, we have hate. <laughs>
0: okay, fine. Thank you for listening to our two sets is. with me, Nicole. And me, Ben. We'll see you guys next time. Maybe y'all. Bye.